welcome to episode 24 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber. Thank you for taking time to listen in. And thank you for sharing this podcast with those you know who are facing cancer. As you'll recall, last week we started a two part episode with information on kidney cancer. Today is the second and final part of that show, so I'll dive right back in. For most types of cancer, a biopsy is the only sure way for the doctor to know if an area of the body has cancer. In a biopsy, the doctor takes a small sample of tissue for testing in a laboratory. If a biopsy is not possible, the doctor may suggest other tests that will help make a diagnosis. Your doctor may consider these factors when choosing a diagnostic test. The type of cancer suspected, your signs and symptoms, your age and general health, the results of earlier medical tests. In addition to a physical examination, the following tests may be used to diagnose kidney cancer. Blood and urine test. The doctor may recommend having a blood test to check the number of red blood cells in the blood. A urine test may be recommended to look for blood, bacteria, or cancer cells. These tests may suggest that kidney cancer is present, but they cannot be used to make a definite diagnosis. Biopsy. A biopsy is the removal of a small amount of tissue for examination under a microscope. This is usually performed as an outpatient procedure using local anesthesia. Anesthesia is a medicine that blocks the awareness of pain. Other tests can suggest that cancer is present, but only a biopsy can make a definite diagnosis. Imaging tests, like a computed tomography, CT, or CAT scan. A CT scan takes pictures of the inside of the body using x-rays taken from different angles. A computer combines these pictures into a detailed three-dimensional image that shows any abnormalities or tumors. A CT scan can be used to measure the tumor size. X-ray. An X-ray is a way to create a picture of the structures inside of the body using a small amount of radiation. Magnetic resonance imaging, or MRI. An MRI uses magnetic fields, not x-rays, to produce detailed images of the body. MRI can be used to measure the tumor size. Occasionally, special tests may be done for a urothelial cancer or the upper urinary tract or renal pelvis. They are not often used for renal cell carcinoma unless imaging also finds a mass or stone in the bladder. 
During these procedures, the patient is sedated while a tiny lighted tube is inserted into the bladder, through the ureter, and up into the kidney. Sedation is giving medication to become more relaxed, calm, or sleepy. This procedure can be used to obtain tumor cells for examination under a microscope, to perform a biopsy, and sometimes to completely destroy small tumors. For staging, one tool that doctors use to describe the stage is the TNM system. Doctors use the results from diagnostic tests and scans to answer these questions. T. Tumor. How large is the primary tumor and where is it located? N. Node. Has the tumor spread to the lymph nodes? If so, where and how many? M. Metastasis. Has the cancer spread to other parts of the body? If so, where and how much? The results are combined to determine the stage of cancer for each person. There are five stages for kidney cancer, stage zero and stages one through four. Stage zero kidney cancer is extremely rare. The stage provides a common way of describing the cancer so doctors can work together to plan the best treatments. Doctors assign the stage of the cancer by combining the T, N, and M classifications. Up next, let's talk about treatment for kidney cancer. According to Cancer.net, treatment options and recommendations depend on several factors, including the cell type and stage of cancer, possible side effects, and the patient's preferences and overall health. Take time to learn about all of your treatment options and be sure to ask questions about things that are unclear. Talk with your doctor about the goals of each treatment and what you can expect while receiving treatment. These types of talks are called shared decision-making. Shared decision-making is when you and your doctors work together to choose treatments that fit the goals of your care. Shared decision-making is particularly important for kidney cancer because there are different treatment options. Kidney cancer is most often treated with surgery, targeted therapy, immunotherapy, or a combination of these treatments. Radiation therapy and chemotherapy are occasionally used. People with kidney cancer that has spread, called metastatic cancer, often receive multiple lines of therapy. This means treatments are given one after another. Sometimes the doctor may recommend closely monitoring the tumor with regular diagnostic tests and clinic appointments. This is called active surveillance. 
active surveillance is effective in older adults and people who have a small renal tumor and another serious medical condition, such as heart disease, chronic kidney disease, or severe lung disease. Active surveillance may also be used for some people with kidney cancer as long as they are otherwise well and have few or no symptoms, even if the cancer has spread to other parts of the body. Surgery is the removal of the tumor and some surrounding healthy tissue during an operation. If the cancer has not spread beyond the kidneys, surgery to remove the tumor may be the only treatment needed. Surgery to remove the tumor may mean removing part or all of the kidney, as well as possibly nearby tissue and lymph nodes. Sometimes surgery is not recommended because of characteristics of the tumor or the patient's overall health. These procedures may be recommended. Radiofrequency ablation. Radiofrequency ablation, or RFA, is the use of a needle inserted into the tumor to destroy the cancer with an electrical current. Cryoablation. Cryoablation is the freezing of cancer cells with a metal probe inserted through a small incision. The metal probe is placed into the cancerous tissue. A CT scan and ultrasound are used to guide the probe. Then there are therapies using medication. Systemic therapy is the use of medication to destroy cancer cells. This type of medication is given either by mouth or directly through the bloodstream to reach cancer cells throughout the body. The types of systemic therapies used for kidney cancer include targeted therapy, immunotherapy, chemotherapy. The medications used to treat cancer are continually being evaluated. Talking with your doctor is often the best way to learn about the medications prescribed for you, their purpose, and their potential side effects or interactions with other medications. It is also important to let your doctor know if you are taking any other prescription or over-the-counter medications or supplements. Herbs, supplements, and other drugs can interact with cancer medications. Targeted therapy is a treatment that targets the cancer's specific genes proteins, or the tissue environment that contributes to cancer growth and survival. This type of treatment blocks the growth and spread of cancer cells and limits damage to healthy cells. Not all tumors have the same targets. Research studies continue to find out more about specific molecular targets and new treatments directed at them. 
Immunotherapy, also called biologic therapy, is designed to boost the body's natural defenses to fight cancer. It uses materials made either by the body or in a laboratory to improve, target, or restore immune system function. Chemotherapy is the use of drugs to destroy cancer cells, usually by keeping the cancer cells from growing, dividing, and making more cells. A chemotherapy regimen or schedule usually consists of a specific number of cycles given over a set period of time. A patient may receive one drug at a time or a combination of different drugs given at the same time. Although chemotherapy is useful for treating many types of cancer, most cases of kidney cancer are resistant to chemotherapy. Researchers continue to study new drugs and new combinations of drugs. Radiation therapy is the use of high-energy x-rays or other particles to destroy cancer cells. According to Cancer.net, as of this recording, radiation therapy is not effective as a primary treatment for kidney cancer. It is very rarely used alone to treat kidney cancer because of the damage it causes to the healthy kidney. Radiation therapy is used only if a patient cannot have surgery, and even then, usually only on areas where the cancer has spread and not on the primary kidney tumor. Most often, radiation therapy is used when the cancer has spread. This is done to help ease symptoms, such as bone pain or swelling in the brain. Finally, depending on where you are or where your loved one is in their kidney cancer diagnosis and treatment, here's some suggested questions you may not have thought of that you want to consider asking. For example, after getting a diagnosis, you may wish to ask, what type of kidney cancer do I have? What type of cell makes up the tumor? Can you explain my pathology report, laboratory test results to me? What is the stage of my cancer? What does this mean? Here's some questions to ask about choosing a treatment and managing side effects. What are my treatment options? What treatment plan do you recommend and why? What is the goal of each treatment? Is it to eliminate the cancer, help me feel better, or both? What are the possible side effects of each treatment, both in the short term and long term? How will this treatment affect my daily life? Will I be able to work, exercise, and perform my usual activities? If you're having surgery, you could ask, Who will be doing the surgery? How experienced is this surgeon with this type of cancer? How long will the operation take? How long will I be in the hospital? 
Can you describe what my recovery from surgery will be like? Who should I contact about any side effects I experience and how soon? What are the possible long-term effects of having this surgery? Will I need treatment after surgery and what type of treatment? And here's some questions to ask about having therapy using medication. What is the goal of this treatment? Will I receive this treatment at a hospital or clinic, or will I take it at home? What side effects can I expect during treatment? Who should I contact about any side effects I experience, and how soon? What are the possible long-term effects of having this treatment? What can be done to relieve the side effects? How can I keep myself as healthy as possible during treatment? With that, I wrap up today's episode of Dose of Joy. Remember, you can email the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com if you want to set up a conversation with me about your individual cancer so I can provide resources tailored to your specific situation or set up ongoing coaching to get personal support from me through your cancer treatment. I'll direct you to my Patreon page to prepay the options you want, and then we will schedule them. You can also contact me with speaking requests if you're having a cancer event for patients, survivors, and even medical staff. Like the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page to plug into the daily post where specific links to resources highlighted in the show are shared. Next week, we'll be talking about colon cancer, since March is also Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish— for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry. The world is waiting here for me. I can do more than just survive. I wanna see how far I can go. Watch me put my heart in drive. Oh